Hey, welcome to the Thriving Minds Podcast with your host, Walter Parada, where we strive to provide you with empowering talks so you can live to thrive. And today, we'll be talking about accountability to yourself and how it can ascend you to new heights. So, holding yourself accountable is the first step in taking control of your life. It means you're taking responsibility for the action and the inactions that ultimately reflect what is your life. In the short term, it might seem what happens to you is not a result of what you do. That things happen to you unjustly and unfairly that complicate your life and can make you feel like you have very little power to do anything about it. There is a tendency of when you choose to take action at something you want to accomplish and you don't get the desired results, you might conclude that you're not responsible for why it didn't work out. It might make you feel that you did everything in your power or at least enough to deserve what you were aiming for. So the reaction will be to deflect the blame and put it on somebody else so you don't feel down about yourself. And many times seeing things on a short-term basis makes you veer off from the consistency that you need to put in at whatever it is you choose to do. So this could be falling short of achieving a a certain test score you're striving for or failing to nail down that big project you wanted to complete. These scenarios can get you to think about all the things outside of your control of why they affected you from getting what you wanted. So you might think that the teacher doesn't like you and that's why you didn't get the test score that you wanted or that not enough time was given to you to complete that project, when you start to look for reasons outside yourself, you're ultimately deferring your life to be dictated by others and the things outside of your control. And to be fair, each one of us is naturally biased where we see things from our individual perspective. So how we feel makes us justified in what we think. Our first person point of view keeps us in that defensive mode That makes it feel like others are just attacking us. To help overcome this, seeing things from a long-term point of view can help you better hold yourself accountable for everything that you do. This helps you to understand what's going on right now and how it's going to affect you later down the line. So having a greater runway for your life, knowing that you have more miles to travel, can give you the sense that these things will materialize eventually with consistently being accountable to yourself. It's knowing that not everything's going to play out to the way that you expect it to, but you always have the ability to focus on the things within your control. And your attitude and actions are the things that you're responsible for. You always have control over that. When you start to continuously hold yourself accountable, you cultivate the sense of initiative that keeps you in the go mode of what more can you do that leads to progress in your life. It gets you out of that waiting mode of waiting for things to happen for you, hoping for things to turn out your way, where that energy of waiting turns into energy used in continuously staying prepared, that you are taking action for yourself and not expecting others to give you direction on how to do things. This essentially gives you the ability to self-regulate, Self-police yourself to know what you did right 
what you did wrong, and what you could do to improve. This is going to make you less sensitive and fragile when things start to become tough. So when you fall short of whatever it is you're striving for, it removes excuses as your shield to protect the ego who thinks it can do no wrong. You can see the truth that makes it more bearable to process the information so you can use it to be stronger for it. Without holding yourself accountable, during the times where you come up short, your first reaction is always going to find what you deem as an explanation for why things didn't work out. But really, it's just being masked as an excuse. And this is done through blurting out something that someone might point out to you as a learning opportunity. Or maybe it's even when somebody makes a correction to where they see you can make an improvement on. So a common phrase when this comes about is saying things such as, I didn't perform well because of all the distractions around me or because I was rushed into it. Instead, the phrase to be used when you start to take accountability for yourself is, I know what I did wrong and I will correct it the next time I'm in that same situation. So that first phrase is deflecting what is being seen as an attack on yourself so you don't feel bad. While the second phrase is accepting responsibility for why you came up short. Not taking responsibilities for yourself will keep you in that same state and it's going to weaken you over time. Whereas taking responsibility is going to fuel your growth significantly because you choose to gain information that you always choose to apply. The more accountable you become to yourself, the more confident you become in who you are because you begin to take yourself more seriously. That when you tell yourself you're going to do something, you do it. And when you make mistakes, you own up to them and are not seen as something that should be avoided, but something that should be acknowledged. So if somebody calls you out or tries to help you in seeing things that you could have done better, you'll be willing to accept what they have to say. And because it helps you move past that uncomfortable feeling, you're able to live a life of great adventure in the face of uncertainty and risk when most people would long to have that type of courage to follow what their hearts truly desire and not merely conform to what is the safest route. Holding yourself accountable empowers you to be your own person, to know that being alone is okay because you've developed yourself into a person who has enough belief in what they can become and achieve. This also helps you to develop that self-discipline that ensures you are doing what you need to without the need of someone else needing to supervise you to see if you're doing it properly. You essentially create your own opportunities simply through curiosity and pushing your boundaries. I think for the most part, others have kept us accountable with the hopes of each one of us holding ourselves accountable one day. But what ends up happening is that that really doesn't rub off because we've been so accustomed to others doing it for us. And this starts from a young age when we're kids. Our parents, you know, are teaching us how to take care of ourselves by properly brushing our teeth, uh, getting ourselves prepared to go to school, treating a cut when we fall down and, and scrape our knees or elbows. And sometimes we don't graduate from that mode as we start to ascend in our lives. Some of us maybe have always had somebody that 
would point out what to do next. And this might be why it can be hard for some people to operate well without a formal structure environment, such as schools or workplaces. If you look at many entrepreneurs who have grown their business, they are people who hold themselves highly accountable because they understand that nobody else is watching them to see if they're doing the right things on a day-to-day basis to make sure their business grows. The traditional working hours are irrelevant to them because they work whatever hours needed to keep their business running. And it's not set on a time clock, but set on how much urgency that they operate with. They have to be able to self-regulate to ensure that the goals that they set for themselves and for the business are being executed on. Because if they don't, their business becomes in jeopardy of not existing. Out of necessity, they have to be accountable to themselves. Somewhere along the line, they naturally have that inclination of being able to have the awareness to do these things without oversight or somebody's taught them the skill of it. What is really interesting about this is that their growth is not capped by somebody else supervising what they're doing, but in many other structured environments, growth is capped by what others tell you to do. And if you think about it, these structured environments have all these rules and regulations in place because many people do have a hard time knowing how to operate on their own to the point where they're not setting themselves back. Sometimes with too much free time, we find ourselves having more play time than work time. I struggle with this at times as well. The paths are paved so people understand what to follow to reach the goals that they're striving for. So in essence, holding yourself accountable makes your growth and eventually your earning potential limitless because you take the initiative to seek things out that further the betterment of your overall self. Holding yourself accountable can be overwhelming because there can be times where you put too much pressure on yourself to get things done. Sometimes this can be a good thing because it can light a fire underneath you to get you moving, but too much pressure can be a bit self-defeating to the point where it causes you to second-guess yourself. That leads to inaction. And this can be difficult at times, especially in the beginning as you start to get in the process of holding yourself accountable. What many of us really want is autonomy in our lives, having the ability to make our own choices because it makes us feel that we dictate our lives, which we do. We need to regain that sense of belief that our choices will impact how our lives play out. So let's start to explore ways on how to effectively implement strategies that can help you be accountable to yourself. Begin with your attitude. While there are many things outside of your control, you always have the ability to choose how you respond. Remind yourself every day of whether things go your way or not. Your actions will have a ripple effect. So act in a way that it produces long-lasting, beneficial change. Will you pout and complain when things don't go as expected? Or will you reflect on what you gain from those experiences? Your attitude will go a long way in determining how well you handle yourself and everything that you face because it builds momentum in whatever direction you take it. The more pessimistic your attitude is, the more you will limit yourself to what you can do. But the more optimistic your attitude is, the more action you will take that allows for greater possibilities. This is what's going to drive you to do anything and even your inaction will have consequences 
because it will mean more opportunities passing you by. Generally, there is a thinking that action has consequences, but the things that you don't do can be just as costly or even more so if you decide to do nothing. So not venturing off into a new career or on your own to start up your own business could mean losing out on a life of fulfillment that goes beyond just recognition and money. It could mean sacrificing all the things that you could be simply because you chose to have an attitude that limits you from a life of adventure and uncertainty. It will leave you with a feeling of wondering about all the possibilities that might have passed you by that potentially could eat away at your inner self. So your attitude will set the belief whether you can or can't. Another thing to incorporate to begin holding yourself more accountable is immediately stop complaining, finding excuses, or explaining yourself to other people. The moment you start to do this is when you're looking for some sort of sympathy to excuse yourself from taking on the burden. We all want our thoughts, our beliefs, and our actions to line up with the outside world. And when they don't, there's a tendency to find a reason for it. So it's easy to find the things that are not yourself to not damage your self-image. Complaining makes you stay in annoyance. Excuses make you lessen the blame. While explaining yourself tries to find facts or ideas to justify something. These three things can be a hindrance to holding yourself accountable because it keeps you in the cycle of just ruminating why you need to defend yourself. And the more you defend yourself, the less action you're willing to take. This makes you believe that you're always in the right and you'll be looking to dissuade anybody who disagrees with you. So instead, aim to find what went wrong and what you could have done better. This gets you out of the mode of who was at fault and it puts your energy into continuously finding solutions. And if you remember from the topic, developing your self-talk, using the second and third person point of view will help you give some distance so you're not as emotionally attached to the situation. Being able to absorb that emotional punch to the face will be key so you can stay composed and accept the responsibilities for your actions. People will come to respect and trust you far more for being able to own up to your mistakes than being seen in a flawless light. When you do this, it signals to people that it's okay to have faults and be willing to acknowledge them and not merely suppress them. It's okay to be vulnerable. There's nothing wrong with it. This gives others calmness knowing that we can all accept our full selves. It means that the words you say will carry more weight as people will truly listen to what you have to say as they know that you hold yourself to a high standard. But these types of actions gets overlooked because most people are afraid to be seen for anything less than what they want to appear because others might have conditioned them that the faults that we all have are weaknesses that make us weak that it exposes them for not being enough. This is wrong and it is just so limiting because it paints a picture of things in a good or bad manner. Either you are or you're not. And this is such a lazy perspective to take. But if you really take a look at it, there's so much middle ground in between. So it's not solely whether you're good enough or not. Avoid seeing yourself as is. But look for the effort and the progress that you're making because over the long run, that's what's going to make the difference in holding yourself accountable. 
It is human nature for people to criticize others for their shortcomings, which is why we all have a tendency to avoid being seen in that manner. Instead, you can be the change that shows others that we should focus on what can be done and not focus on the mistakes along the way that ridicules the effort that was put in. To improve the accountability to yourself, clarify the things that you're continuously striving for, such as your values, your goals, or the the standard that you set for yourself. The more you know what that is, the better chance you have at aiming properly to achieving it. It is very difficult to manage what you're not able to measure. Having a goal of earning an annual income of $5,209,560 post-tax by October 3rd, 2028 is a lot more clear than having the goal of, I want to be financially free. With having a clear definitive goal of what you want to achieve, you can then start to formulate ways to hold yourself accountable to eventually attain it. This could include making sure that the business that you operate earns $100,000 in sales the first year and it grows at 179% annually and then you only live in on $18,000 per year. These defined metrics gives you clear definition on how you can be accountable to yourself. Without them, some days you'll feel like you are living up to what you expect and other days it'll feel like you won't. Having an outline of the actions you need to take to get what you're striving for with weekly or monthly deadlines will help you further in your pursuit. And this doesn't have to be complicated. It could be where you set your values as making sure you have 30 minutes of daily alone time where you can read, exercise, or just be alone with your thoughts undisturbed. Make it something where you enjoy the process and it is actually attainable because this would just elevate you to new heights. Whatever it is you're aiming for, know the reasons why you want it as this will give you more of a commitment to it. The stronger the reason for what you're doing, the greater the connection that helps you see it through. Simply saying that you want more money is not going to give you a greater connection to what you're striving for. But if you say having financial freedom will give you the ability to give more of your time to make a greater impact on the world, then that has the ability to resonate with you more. And writing these things out can help you further realize what it is you want where you move from just having it as a thought to tangible words that you can read back to yourself. To realize the things that you want, take some sort of action, no matter how small. This will get you in the rhythm of moving towards it. Small acts on a daily basis can add up to massive results over time, even if it's things like saving up a few dollars on a monthly basis to get you to financial freedom, reading a few pages a day, to help you gain more knowledge, exercising to get you sweating and your heart pumping to live healthier. The more you're able to do this, the more it occupies your focus that leads you to putting more of your energy towards it. It'll override many other things that eventually become your default mode, also known as your habits. It is estimated that at least 40% of what we do on a daily basis are habitual So the more actions that you repeat eventually become the habits that stick with you. Make sure they are habits that are going to serve you well and not hold you back. 
So even a small act where you tell yourself to get up on the third alarm ring when you wake up can go a long way into saying what you mean. It further builds that self-discipline within you. There will be times where there are obstacles that get in your way from taking action, so come up with a plan to overcome them. This might be common distractions like your phone, the TV, or even your friends. These things can bring you good fun, but too much of it will take time away from the action you need to take. So if you want to live a healthy lifestyle, too much time in front of the TV is going to affect how healthy you can be because there's going to be a tendency to want to sit down and consume that entertaining information. To reduce this potential distraction, maybe you exercise first thing in the morning to get it done and then this allows you to enjoy all the other activities throughout your day. Many times it can be difficult to go at it alone and when you find yourself in this situation, look for a support system where you all can be stronger together. While many of us like to think our willpower is strong enough to get us through whatever it is we're facing, it can be tiring at times and just know it's okay to ask for help. Having a support system that holds you accountable can help reinforce the responsibility that you need to take for yourself. This is really evident in team sports where the performance of a single teammate is going to affect the overall team. Having that camaraderie brings a sense of belonging and a duty for each individual to give their best effort going forward. They can be uplifting and encouraging that share similar goals or values that give you that extra juice to go about your daily life. Many times they can give you perspective of what they see that you might have blind spots about. It could be that you're struggling with not having enough time to get your goals completed by the deadlines you set, but they might give you advice in telling you that the deadlines that you're putting on yourself are a little too stringent that causes you to rush things and not do it properly. Or it could be that they see your goals as not being clearly defined, which makes it harder for you to take action towards what you want. They are also a big help in catching you when you're complaining or finding excuses. While we all like to think that we're self-regulating ourselves, there are times where we fall into the trap of being sucked into negativity. And all we need is someone to pull us out of that cycle that we couldn't get ourselves out of. Studies have shown that showing your progress on a weekly basis to someone who supports you can increase achieving your goals from 22% to 88%. Just know that things can get heated with disagreements, but stick with it because it's going to make you stronger. Remaining in your comfort zone keeps you the same, providing no growth. Embracing discomfort prepares you for greater challenges down the road that comes with bigger rewards and overall greater satisfaction in what you choose to do. Accountability to yourself creates initiative in your life that brings about tremendous opportunities, corrects things before they become problems, and problems become more correctable. You gain a greater respect and confidence in yourself that allows you to follow your own path, to stand up for what you're striving for, even when you're the only one. It gives you a sense that you will make things work for you through your resolve and your vision. Your curiosity will lead you to new and exciting ideas. Stumbling and falling down will be part of the process when you own up to your actions. But understand, 
you always have the ability to do something about it. It makes you more independent that will elevate your thinking and see things beyond what is just there. It gives you the ability to apply concepts from different areas to form innovative solutions. It just requires loss of persistence because when you continuously lead yourself, you will reach certain plateaus that will require different approaches to reach new heights. It may seem overwhelming to hold yourself accountable at times, but that's what it means to be in control of your life. It does not mean everything will turn out how you expect it to, but you are the driver that has an impact on which direction you take your life. Embrace this and you will make significant progress that will satisfy how you choose to live. The moment you stop holding yourself accountable is the moment your life can get out of control. Do you want a boss in your life to tell you what to do and when to do it? Or do you want to be your own leader that sets the course for where you're going? I hope you all enjoyed this podcast and it served you in some way. If you're interested in more topics like this, and if you're interested in finding a community that can help hold yourself accountable to be better every day, check out thrivingminds.live. All right, until next time.